1: Got your uh, got your deck of
2: cards. Have I got my deck of cards? Yeah. Oh, because we got a magician on yeah, today.
1: Come on, wake up, buddy! Wow, you're gonna I need get to, it, mate. You're going to need to keep your wits about you today. You need to get your mind switched on. There's, I get it. We got a, we got a trickster coming into this. A studio. little trickster. He's going to come and rob us. He could he could rob steal us of what? Of our souls. Oh, right, hey, he could. You know, he's a magician. He could steal stuff. Would you if you had the powers that they had, Would yeah. you use it for good?
2: I don't think they have powers. I think they do. Would I go and like, I would show, I'd show magic.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't use it So you power. show magic to Sophie, don't you? That's what you I, call it anyway. Damn straight, baby. You say, hey, the magic's happening. Hey, the this... magic's
2: about to happen. Hey, have you always loved magic?
1: No. What? No, I, I actually find it really annoying. Why? Because I want to know how they do it.
2: Yeah, but that's the whole point. Of it, that's winds,
1: it, it winds me up.
2: But if you knew how to do it, then it wouldn't be as exciting, surely.
1: Yeah, but I just, I'm like, hey, how are you doing this? Tell me now. Oh. I want okay. to know why do you like magic? I love magic. When I was a kid, I I did buy. I had a magic, like learn magic set. Mm-hmm. I bought one, or well, got given one. I
2: was only part of the magic circle when I was younger. No, you were? Yes, I was. My I That's told you, stuntman Jim. I talked about it in the episode. Stunt he nearly Man- got stuntman Stunt Jim. My mum's boyfriend. Stunt
1: stuntman Jim. <laughs> His name
2: was stuntman Jim. He's a stuntman. He <laughs> mates with Stig of the dump. <laughs> he was he was a stuntman, and he. uh... Yeah, he got me into magic and the rest is history.
1: Your stepdad got you into magic? No, not my stepdad. The boyfriend of my mum. The sorry Stuntman Jim. Stuntman Jim.
2: Anyway. We find this on the other day. Joel M is on the podcast. Joel is one of the biggest magician magician TikTokers out there. Mm-hmm. He is an incredible, incredible magician. If you also want to see the videos of him doing some amazing tricks, go to our YouTube channel.
1: But he's also a presenter. He's also a presenter. On a very, very well known TV show. Blue Peter. That we used to watch as a kid.
2: Blue Peter.
1: And I'm hoping he's bought some badges. Yeah, he will.
2: Well, let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this episode. Remember to go and check out our social media accounts and YouTube channel to see the whole thing. Here we go. Joel M. on the podcast.
0: My name is Joel Mawinney, though I don't tell people my surname often. I am a magician, have been full-time for seven years. TikTok person. I am the newest presenter on BBC's Blue Peter. Woohoo! I know, fun. I Yay! give you a badge if you're nice. I <laughs> love doing magic. I have a podcast called Influenced, which is a lot of fun where I get inside people's minds. And honestly, I don't know what I'd be doing with my life if it wasn't for magic. So that's me in a nutshell. I love that. Yeehaw. Nice. Hey, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Thank you for having me on, my friend. Uh, you literally live down the corridor. I do. I'm two doors down. So close yet, so far From away. From here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we record Influence just two uh, two doors down, yeah.
1: Can you, can you give us
0: Blue Peter badges? Is that possible? You know, when you get the job, I thought that I would get a bucket of these things and mm. I could just hand them out willy-nilly, but no, no. You, really? They, I'd, right now, I don't even have one. I get one when I appear on set. And then it's, uh, it was taken off me swiftly So I do not have any to give it's, do, do you think Sad. that's insane? Like for me, Blue, P- Blue Peter was like my childhood
1: Really? Yeah, I think so oh, I
2: I, I, cause Especially because when I was younger Because now we know my age is 34 And Mitt's 33 So he's just a little bit younger 32 um, yeah, Well, you're 33, come on um, I used to come home every single day And uh, it was like Power Rangers And like Rugrats And mm-hmm. then it was like Blue Peter mm-hmm. So it was like a real So So now that you're presenting it
0: that must feel pretty iconic. Really, really weird. And it didn't feel like it was actually a thing until last Friday when I did my first show. Uh, it didn't feel real right until I actually appeared on screen because there's not a studio audience. So it just feels like you're filming something for fun. Mm. Really? And I actually, I entered the show by appearing in like a magic box. There was like smoke, a smoke machine, all sorts of stuff. So I, before the episode started, I was crammed inside. I can't oh, secrets, but I was, I was in the box somewhere, you know, and I had to be there for ages before the show started because the kids that were in the audience couldn't see me appearing in the box. Yeah, yeah. So it, it didn't feel like anything was happening until I actually stepped out and then the cameras were live. So it is a bit surreal. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it nerve wracking or is it okay? Because
2: you're obviously like a natural performer. Oh, well, thank you. And also <laughs> because you are, first you do magic, secondly, just the way
0: you are, you can sort of sense it, right? You're, you're happy in that environment. Yeah, I love it. I think I'm not too nervous, that wouldn't, be the word I'm apprehensive in that I want to do a good job but I will say because it's well because it's indoors firstly and there's not adults as a studio audience watching you don't get too nervous like it's very very friendly environment and yeah I wasn't I wasn't too nervous really I'd be nervous for smaller things absolutely I think anytime I do a talk show I get nervous for that yeah. just because sometimes you feel like maybe the talk show host might try to throw you something tricky or whatever but whenever you've read through the scripts for the shows a couple times and you know what you're doing it's not That's too. so funny mm. i will say what made it easier is for my screen test for the show they must have done this on purpose they gave me the most ridiculous line to be my opening line for the screen test yeah. to the point where like it had it was deliberately done that way to see if i could follow a script So once I did that line, everything else was was the the line. line? I I actually can't remember and I have a good memory, but I think the (laughs) second the thing was done, I'm like, delete that. Because I had to spend 35 minutes the night before just in the mirror saying it over and over and over again. I knew they would be listening for that and the weird wording of it but then once you're actually on the show they don't mind so long as you get the main points across and you hit on all the, all the so
2: how notes. do you how does a blue peter show kick off because i want you to pretend you're the next blue peter presenter <laughs> so if we what is like a line that that you have to say at the top of like well, a well so
0: far as i know it all starts with you saying like hello and you're all waving the kids are going yeah. yay and then one of us will say like welcome to this week's blue peter on cbpc and iplayer Welcome to this week's Blue Peter. Okay, go. So, I, hello
2: everyone, I'm Alex Mitten, the brand new
1: <laughs> So I speak now. Yeah, you speak. Hello, I'm Alex Mitten, and I am the new What's it called? <laughs> Blue Peter <laughs> presenter <laughs> on uh, BBC. <laughs> it's like you I yeah. <laughs> It's like you it's
2: like you've gone on camera, you like you're suddenly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: that's always what happens. Yeah, I'm just telling you. This us. is why I wouldn't get the job. That's that's insane you though. Never know.
2: That's amazing, dude. I I think that's just and all of this started, I, I imagine, because you had this like love for magic and you the, and your following on social media just just grew. And then they you went for the screen test and that because I said to admit before I was talking about it, like you're the perfect candidate for something like that.
0: Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, because you're, you're an
2: entertainer. You've got a huge following. Um, you you can ad lib and do things if something happens or goes wrong or whatever it is. Mm. Um, and, and it's kind of like, it's just teed you up all the way to be this presenter.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, there's a bit of imposter syndrome, obviously, because you don't yeah. grow up thinking you're going to be a TV presenter at all. That was never the plan. I do think like the, maybe the one skill I do have is that if it all goes wrong, I can just keep talking until yeah. it gets fixed. So that's one thing, but that only is the case because I've done so many live magic shows where yeah. stuff goes wrong every single show and you're dealing with people, at least on this show, really the only people that can get something wrong is either me or the two other presenters. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes it a bit easier, but well, I, I appreciate you thinking- No, just say it Because it came around out of nowhere. So I wasn't expecting it. Holy
2: shit. Listen, you have 16.5 million followers on TikTok. Mm. Dude, that is so many followers. Imagine putting all of of that into
0: a room. Yeah, it's weird to wrap your head around. And because it happened during lockdown, it doesn't feel real at all. Like Mm. I was just in in the house all the time. So I didn't even go out, get recognized, none of that stuff, which I think was better probably. Yeah, It's a big number of people. And I think it's because Magic universally is quite liked. Mm-hmm. It's not mega, mega niche. Most people do like magic. So yeah, everyone loves easier. it. Yeah.
2: but do you, but do you now because you got that many. When did it? I mean, this is. I saw one of your videos has like eighty million views.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's probably one with my brother. I'm guessing that is wild. It's a lot of views. That's that's is, more than viral. Is. Like
2: viral is what like ten million. Like that's like a that's yeah. like a viral thing, right? Like ten million is like a viral thing. But you got eighty million. It is. It is
0: silly. It is silly. The, do you know what? There was a phase last year where. I wasn't really doing anything apart from just doing videos. Now it's a bit different because I'm doing Blue Peter. I have the podcast and live shows are back again yeah. where my attention's a bit more split, so I'm not really focused on doing the videos. But we we scrolled back to my account last year and it was it was really big at one point. Like a wow. low a low video would have been two, three million views, and a big one could have been like 17, 18. But at the time you get you you'll know this, you get used to a certain number after a yeah, while. Yeah, but it's mad. isn't it? it? Is it's mad so that, that your the, the brain yeah.
2: like works like that. Uh-huh. It's like completely ridiculous. But where did that love of magic start? Because I remember when I was a kid, my, my parents got divorced. Don't be totally you there. And uh, my mum started dating a stuntman. Oh, Called Jim. His name was Jim. Of course no was. I didn't know of course was. this. Do you not know this? <laughs> no, this is good. Yeah. What, that? All my right. mum started dating someone? A yeah. stuntman. Yeah, he but started dating a stuntman called Jim. Called Jim. <laughs> Yeah, cool, Jim. It's very important. Yeah, Jim was a legend, and Jim was part of the magic circle. Was he? Yeah, He'd on Jim. Yeah, Jim was part of the magic circle, and he then got me into like magic. I was never patient enough to. Yeah, w- what does it mean? To, are you in
1: the magic circle? How do you get in? Oh, oh, is this like I a
0: touch? I am I'm not in the magic circle. Oh, no. Wait, so hang
1: on. So, so explain what this. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, explain all that. Come to on. Us. No, I was in the the kids version of the magic circle when I was younger. Was in the that young young magic magician trying And it's it's yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should start my own. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Magic square. Yeah. No, I was in the Young Magicians Club, <laughs> and it was really good. But it was in London. I live in live in Belfast, so I wasn't really across much. Mm. But it was great. I met some magicians back then. I just never really thought about joining the Magic Circle. Loads of my friends are in it. But and what is it? Like,
2: what is the? Explain what the Magic Circle is. It's a secret. They're gonna come
0: after me. Yeah, but that's all right. It's actually not, you know, it's amazing. It's basically, it's a a club, as far as I know from not being a member, where magicians jam, watch other magicians perform, lecture. It's a really good thing. And the actual place where the Magic Circle is, the Magic Circle HQ is amazing. It's very cool. Yeah. Sort of like a museum and a library and stuff there. Don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but they can't kick me out because I'm not a member. So it's okay. Yeah, but if you know, know, you're not even in it. So yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, well, only because I was there as a kid for the Young Magicians Club, haven't been back as an adult. You got like a taster. I do have that. And is
1: um, is Voldemort the head of the magic circle? <laughs> I can't confirm or more deny that. <laughs> it's Voldemort. Just just wait. Yeah. I'll tell you with my eyes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Is wait
2: like that's that. insane. So you so
0: you join it as a a kid. Well, I don't think most people do. I got into magic really young, so I was five, which meant by the time I was eight, I was really into it and was going over to like lectures and show days and that sort of thing, which was really fun. But then, to be fair, I was a member of the Northern Irish equivalent. Uh, I still am. I got my honorary membership uh, for a contribution to magic for the Northern Irish Society of Magicians. So, wow, yeah, doesn't sound as cool as the magic circle, but the people are lovely and it's, it's a lot of fun.
2: Why is there this thing, you know, and there's some magicians out there like, uh, you know, Penn and Teller, for example. Love them. Love them. Amazing. However, they reveal tricks. They do. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on magicians
0: revealing tricks? Penn and Teller are very good in that they'll reveal stuff, but not the important stuff. So, I'm trying to think of a good example, but they'll do a trick and they'll sort of make you feel like you're in on the action, but then they'll punch you in the teeth by doing something more impressive. And then you go, oh, well, what? And a lot of the time, the stuff they're teaching isn't even the real method. So it's like a pseudo method. I've done it a few times on TikTok and I get a real kick out of doing it. So I'll give you an example. I did a video where I think I put some batteries up my sleeve and I rubbed them together (laughs) and then went up to my brother and touched him and he got an electric shock which is there's a method to do that that's a magic method but it's not putting batteries up your sleeve that won't Mm. work but I just find it really fun that someone will think that I've taught them a trick. They'll then go to the cupboard, get two batteries, put it up their sleeve and then, and then try and work. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I find that really fun. <laughs> that's
2: that's insane. So, so Penn and Teller are magicians. They won't actually reveal what is going on. They sort of pretend to do it.
0: And sometimes they do. Like there's a really good example. They did the old trick, the cups and balls. It's a really famous trick. Really. Yeah. And then they do the same thing again, but with clear plastic cups. So you can see exactly how it's done. And in that case, they are just teaching it. But it's entertainment and it's probably more entertaining doing it that way than the old way, so
2: apparently, works really
0: well. It's so funny with Double X apparently like, so like
2: Penn and Teller, apparently they, they don't hang out with each other they only ever hang out with each other when they're working. Yeah. Apart from that they never hang out with each other. Hmm. And they've done it for like how many? 50 years? I've or heard that. Whatever. It's crazy right that that sort of happens. Why not? Why do not they hang out? Well I
0: suppose, Could, they, they, I mean, they do a show every single day and have for 50 years so they do see each other every day I'm guessing they would have to, to really. To be fair, like, it's yeah. quite similar to you and me
1: we went for dinner the other night. That for the first time in a year. Didn't yeah, you? but just I don't think that, that's. I had a great. <laughs> it was a lovely dinner. Had oh, a great good.
2: time. Yeah, Glad but yeah, actually, true. I feel like I see, and I said to you, I feel I bet, like I see you yeah, all the time because we see each other four times a week mm. on this. So then we don't see each other at night. Maybe that's the same as Pen and Teller. Oh, we like Pen and Teller. We're freaking Pen and Teller, dude. <laughs> I was really starstruck Teller.
0: with Pen and Teller recently. I was in Vegas in August, mm. and I was in Zara, and I got an email through, and I just didn't check it uh, for like a day. And it was from Teller saying like, welcome to Vegas because a friend of mine had put me in touch and he was inviting me to come to the show and hang out. And I didn't see it. And then I had to leave Vegas that oh, night. No. So I didn't get to hang out. So, but <gasps> I'm going back. I'm going back what in January. What the hell? I, it was like heart stopping stuff.
2: Joe, check your emails.
0: I have to really. Everyone's
1: telling me that. <laughs> well, I think I, it might have worked <laughs> in your favor though, like keeping it cool. Well, for what? For, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no. Teller just thought the, you were a knob. It's like, why is he not replying? I sent a big fanboy message back, <laughs> yeah. so I, I ruined the illusion slightly. Yeah, he's yeah. sending yeah. your battery
2: check. Look at my battery check. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no, that was lovely. So magicians do. They're every single one of the, I suppose, more famous magicians I've met have all been lovely. They've all been who, really, really nice. Who
2: was your idol growing up? Who was your
0: magic idol? Um, there's been a few. I think the two big ones were probably. Darren Brown and Chris Angel. but is two. Darren Brown a magician? He started as a magician when he was in university doing card magic, and then I think he translated slowly to the crazy, creepy stuff. Yeah, which I love all that stuff. Mm. That's my favorite.
1: The sort of more mentalist mind yeah, games. The hypnosis mind games what, yeah. what's, the, what's the definition of magic? great question w- wish I could tell you
0: <laughs> I don't know I don't know should we look like, it up no, I'm going to look it there's, there's, there's magic here which is obviously
1: associated to tricks that like you know yeah. what you're doing and then there's magic which is like you know the unknown totally. the stuff that we can't quite yet grasp I'd be
0: curious as to how it's defined okay
2: defi- so magic defined the power of apparently influencing events by using mysterious or supernatural
1: forces sounds about right that sounds about right makes right? sense doesn't it
2: Chris Angel was also one of your idols. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he's like the rock star, like guy who. like- I didn't know Chris Angel. Who was the guy that was?
1: He had a a TV show in the US. He's so famous in the US. He's so famous. Shazam. Who was that guy? Shazam!
0: (laughs) He said Shazam. I don't know know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I think he's the greatest of all time. I think he's amazing. Give me give give me reasons why. I want to hear this. Well, I think he's had like the most TV time for sure. He I saw his show in Vegas and it was the best thing I've ever seen. Full stop. It was just mind-blowing. And I saw like a real fanboy now but that's okay it's fine yeah it's great he he was amazing and i remember when i was five or six there's still photos of me like dressing up as him as a kid but like the diamond belt and like i wanted to try to grow my hair and like the cap and stuff so i his stuff was just so different i think as well and he was a real sort of emo punk rocker yeah looking character emo is maybe the wrong words but uh he was just so different What well, is 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 that because
2: he i suppose what what uh, chris angel did was like uh, this is you know people who lots of people i have a friend my friend matt edmondson who's a radio one host he's a he's a magician he's part of the magic circle mm-hmm. he loves magic more than anything and for him he sort of talks about magic was a, like a place to kind of do things and surprise people mm-hmm. and almost find a way of fitting in yeah and a lot of magicians have that they feel almost like a little bit of an outsider mm-hmm. then they pick up magic and go oh my god
0: i can entertain and do this and connect mm-hmm. with people over this way mm-hmm. did you feel like that a little bit I think I'm a little bit different in that I got into magic so young that that wasn't even on my mind. I got into it because it frustrated me that so I couldn't figure out how it was done. It was like a problem-solving thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um as I got older it definitely helped socially and that sort of thing, but I don't think I ever used it as a crutch. But yeah that was just cuz I got into it young. I know a lot of people who it's really helped them come out of their shell, yeah. their confidence. It's a really good thing. And I think you learn a lot of Other skills when you're learning to do magic, like you have to first. Well, if you're a kid, you have to learn how to follow instructions. You have to learn how to interact with people. You Mm -hmm. have to. It's so because you so many skills. Yeah, it's there's there's a whole lot, but it's an amazing world. And the nice thing is because the most interesting thing about magic is the stuff you can't talk about, which is the secrets. When you then meet another magician, there's like this hidden little bombs that you have with them because you both know. Yeah. And like, there's, there's exceptions to that where there's maybe a bit of ego and stuff in the magic world. Cause it's mm-hmm. secrets. and like your whole thing is you're trying to fool people. But for the most part, I've noticed magicians get on very well. And we have this sort of thing that connects us, which is lovely.
2: I want to hear two things. Okay. Firstly, what, what makes good magician mm-hmm. or a good magistrate? And secondly, what, how do you grow a TikTok account like yours? Or not like yours, mm. but how do you grow a TikTok? Let's start with a TikTok account because I find it interesting. There are so many views, interesting ideas out there. TikTok was the most visited website in the world last year, right? Mental.
1: It's crazy, right? It's not a website, it's an app.
0: Yeah, but I God. think it was a most, visit, <laughs> most visited website. Well, everyone's competing with them now for sure. It's It's mental. I think... I got on TikTok when it was musically but I didn't actually start growing it so did I you did you you remember <laughs> how cringe are we oh my god <laughs> terrible. more cringe than I was way more cringe than yeah. you <laughs> I was singing I was like okay it's a
2: new app I'm gonna get on it Good and I was boy. like I was like 27 like singing to like Hit me baby one more time. Good on you. Well, yeah. It worked well. I, I, it killed it. You I know, killed look it. Look at
0: us now. I mom. know. I know. Uh, yeah. well, so you were on it because of that musically? I My first video wasn't even a magic video. Can't remember what I posted, but it wasn't magic. And then I just deleted the app and didn't go back to it. I think I then, I did that a couple of times. So then I posted a magic video, didn't take off, deleted the app, reinstalled it and the video had like 10,000 views or something like that, which was more than what any of my other videos on different accounts had. So I thought, oh, maybe there's something to this. The way I grew it was just showing up like nobody else did. So I realized that there was kind of a gap. There weren't many magicians that were on the app at the time. When I started, there were maybe only three or four. There was a guy called Magic Singh. There was me, uh, a guy called Luca, who he, I think, was the first to get like a million followers, I Mm. think, and big shout out to him. He helped me loads in the beginning. But I think there wasn't a huge amount of competition. And then by the time TikTok came, there were thousands of magicians all at once. So I had a little bit of a head start, I think. Yeah. But the main thing was just doing stuff that the others weren't doing. Most of the magicians were doing the exact same thing. And if you just put a little bit of thought into doing something a bit different. I agree. It makes a massive, massive difference. I
2: totally agree with you. I think TikTok has given this trend of like copycat system, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And like, so people are copying other people's dances and stuff like that, which gets you followers
0: and things like that. But
2: but then you're just a copycat brand. You have yeah. to be unique. If you can be way. the one
0: that they're copying, that's a good spot to be in, even if it gets mm-hmm. annoying. Um, I
2: totally agree with you. Yeah. But what makes what makes a good magic magician and what makes a good magic trick? Well,
0: I was going to say, what actually I think helped grow my account was that I do genuinely care about magic. And I think a lot of the people who were posting, maybe even during lockdown, who maybe never made the same numbers, it's because they were doing it because they just wanted to have a big TikTok account. They didn't necessarily care about the videos Mm. they were making, whereas I've been doing it for so many years that I actually like doing it. So you'll just outlast people that way. Mm. I think what makes a good magician is, I I actually don't think it has much to do with the tricks a lot of the time. Sure, that's important, but a lot of the time, these big magicians have like creative consultants who help come up with the tricks anyway. So it's not necessarily their own Get out of here. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the same as like if you're a singer, people help you write your songs, dancer, choreographers but a lot of magicians there's exceptions to that by the way as well but a lot of the time you're taking tricks and adding your own spin to it and what makes a really good magician is it's the performance side of it isn't it it's having so you think it's all a, it's all an entertainment it's all a it's performance isn't it yeah. i think it's a big part of it for sure because you could give you could give a magician one of david Blaine's most amazing illusions ever and them do it and get no response to it because either they're boring or they're doing it for the wrong reasons but that's usually what it is I think it just comes down to if you really like it, that's going to come through firstly and then just being a bit different, whether it's the way you look or the way you talk. But you can't fake that either. It's just got to be what you're actually like that mm. have you ever seen some of david blaine's stuff it's crazy what, what did he do
1: oh is, my god is he the guy that would put himself in a box so he put himself in yes, a box he's, yeah, he's yeah. frozen himself i think he's he said us. shazam all the time pretty sure it was him no, shazam. no, no. yeah <laughs> what sure. is this obsession with shazam there was a magician sure that's that's to say that the rock, rock in like his latest movie isn't it might be the rock
2: no the david blaine was insane and he would do just some insanely incredible things mental Oh my God. Like the, the whole going up in the sky with the blue, like with the balloons,
0: just holding that and going up. So good.
2: But is that a magic trick or is that, um, that feels like resilience? Yeah. That's what magi-
0: Blaine's built different. Cause what I love about Blaine is that people go, whoa, that's an amazing trick and I can't figure it out. But usually the secret lies in the fact that he is actually just doing it. mm but it's so unbelievable that a person would do that, that it comes across as magic because no normal person would, would bother going to the extent he goes to. Like I saw him doing his breathing underwater. He did it live on stage and I went up and inspected the tank and all sorts. And I, I'm convinced there's no trick. He can just, he can just do it. But People what? are like, where's the air pump coming from? I think he can just do it. So wait, he what was the trick? He stayed underwater for yeah. hold his 18
2: and a half minutes it's or something. something
0: stupid like that yeah it's 18 insane. and a half minutes dude
2: but not even that like David Blaine has done so many insane things like uh standing on like that pillar just for, for, yeah. for ages standing <laughs> he stood up on like a pillar in the freaking mm-hmm. sky it's, it's, just, it's just that that thing in his brain where he can just get you know he now can hold water in his stomach and and he can hold insane. wildlife what uh, uh, like a uh, frog A frog in his stomach so <laughs> yeah he, he, i'm not prepared sprayed to go up, to, like to in that his
0: extent i i won't swallow frogs but there's d- a line for me you know?
2: but does that but is that kind of commitment towards magic and toward maybe that that's what we're all missing that mm. commitment towards a trade is unique and mm-hmm. kind of amazing i but think I, you've
0: got to be obsessed with it for sure you have to love it or else you'll just not bother and i think it's the same in any industry as well you've got to have some sort of weird little obsession mm. with it for sure. And then you get people like Blayton who push it to another level and they'll go down as the greatest of all times, you know.
2: So in your eyes, what is the greatest trick of all time?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'll split it into two. So Bullet catching. The, Come on, give it to me. Do you know what? It's The best one I saw in person was a Darren Brown trick he did on stage. And I saw it when I was 12 and it busted my head open so bad I, it actually gave me a bit of a headache because I couldn't figure and at yeah. this point I thought I knew loads about magic because mm. I'd been doing it maybe 6-7 years uh, longer but didn't have a clue where he I almost don't want to ruin it but if you haven't seen it he does something where somebody think of a celebrity and then he basically without knowing who the person is paints that person live on stage in about 30 seconds but,
1: holy
2: but, shit but
0: upside down it's immense. I've seen warm. this one. It's incredible, yeah.
2: But but if you... I, look, I know you're a magician, you hear this, but how would he do something like that?
0: Even when you know how he's doing or if you think you know how he's doing it, to even come up with doing that is the amazing part. It's just... I, but it's not magic, so how's he doing it? No, it's not magic. But I, I, <laughs> How's he doing it, man? And almost because it's not magic, that makes it better, doesn't it? Because you know there has to be something, but that was a real... That messed my head up. I remember the trick I really wanted to be able to do Honestly, actually I, I, it's a close one because I saw Chris Angel's show in Vegas over the summer and he levitates. Yeah, I've seen him do that. But I mean, bro, he he levitates. No, come on. I know he goes. I like, was in the front row and the man flies. What? Full lighting, he flies, he goes, it's impossible. And even if you think, you know, oh it could be that, then you're just like, no way, it can't be. <laughs> it's it's insane, bro. I could it's Google mental. it actual magic. It's he it looks it's if I believed like in real if, if i thought he was actually magic i'd say yeah that's how he does it because it's just impossible how, how,
2: we can google this how do people te- technically how are people meant to levitate technically technically because this is not ruining a magic you're, you're not going to be the magic circle or the the Belfast. In peaks. terms of like oh, the you know. science. The Belfast. Yeah, well, triangle. I the, the triangle <laughs> not going to
0: come out. Know, but how does one levitate? Well, there's lots of ways you can do it. and there's and Using mirrors, I always hear. With, yeah, you could do it with mirrors. You could do it with any number of things. But that's why. Joseph's crossed his arms. He's getting a bit nervous at Yeah, speaking I, I, don't, about I, don't this. I don't know what I can say. That's what made that particular. Chris Angel illusion so amazing is because I know all the things it could be. I then was very aware of what it wasn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why there's like a rule in magic with like a, I think it's if a lay person's what we call you know muggles, thinks they know how the trick is done, then they know how it's done. But with a magician, even if you can't figure out the ten percent of how the trick is done, we'll say we're fooled. So when I saw that, even though I do know, I, I probably could tell you how it's done. I still don't know. The logistics and that just makes it so amazing so my, fr- my years matt, of work check. matt
1: edmondson again sorry i didn't know he was a uh, magician matt he's edmondson, a magician yeah I mean.
2: his favorite trick he's ever seen is also from darren brown what do you remember it, which it, trick? he he said to me because he used to he worked with him as well wow yeah and so meeting his hero and working with him like mm. it was just insane that's awesome he did a trick where he gave him he asked him to pick a card mm. and I can't remember quite where he explained to me that he asked him to pick a card and he picked the card out and he held it and he, and, and then he guessed the card. It sounds like a pretty, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was pretty sure. <laughs> that oh my God. You, you yeah. was yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a weddings. I know. <laughs> I think that was on my 18th birthday party. I know. <laughs> there was something, I almost want to ask him what it was, but it was insane. But then what happened was, this is a mm. great thing. And, and this is why magic, and you've probably had this, mm. magic gets you jobs and things like that. It does. Um, A friend of mine also, he did a, he met a TV commissioner, Mm. uh, one of the top TV commissioners. And he did a magic foot trick for him at like a festival. um, And the guy said, okay, if you get this right, my card right, I'll take you for dinner. He got the card right, took him to dinner. So they went for dinner together. My buddy, uh, who's a magician, basically said, I'm going to make this trick absolutely insane. So before Mm. he um, went there, he created this whole trick and he went for dinner with this TV commissioner. And the TV commissioner, he did this whole trick with him and it ended up the TV commissioner basically describing a picture of a thing which was an elephant riding a tricycle wearing a hat. Nice. Uh, That. And then he also guessed the amount the bill would come to Ah, at the end. Very good. And he opened and the commissioner opened up at the end and it was all then he got a TV show off the back of it. Just shows you.
0: Yeah. Magic's powerful like that and the best I really explained that so badly. No, I get it. No, it sounds beautiful. beautiful. How the hell does he do it? To go back to what you were saying about Darren as well is he may well have just done a pick a card, find a card trick but because it's Darren doing it that's what makes it great and that kind of goes back to what I was saying it's the person doing the trick more than the trick itself necessarily
2: wow so so the, to the Darren Brown trick which is the painting upside down and the levitating of Chris Angel those are your two favorite tricks that you've seen
0: they're the best I've seen yeah okay I think I mean I've seen some a lot of the time some of the most amazing magic you see is at like con- like conventions that with these yeah. things do exist magic conventions mm. and you'll it's see in Germany Sorry? It's in Germany. There's a magic convention in Germany. There is. There's also one in Blackpool every year, which is the world's (laughs) biggest. Believe it or not, world's biggest is in Blackpool. And I don't know why it's there, but it is. And it's freezing and it's in February, but it's a lot of fun. And you see some crazy stuff there, like magicians who only leave the house once a year to go to Blackpool to show you this trick they've worked on. And it's pretty (laughs) immense. There's a guy, his name is Blaze, and he did a card trick on me. And I was convinced he was actually magic, but then showed me how he was doing it. And it was even more amazing. So you get a lot of that stuff, but it wouldn't be for magicians necessarily like the public would have heard of.
2: Okay, Joe. listen, we're going to stop there for part one, but in part two, mm. we're going to come back because you're going to try and do some tricks on us. Now, I know yes, sir. it's audio based podcasts. It is. But we're going to describe what's going on. We are. And we're filming it. We are. I, I want you to blow my mind I will try my very best Blow my mind Shall we well, do I want to levitate Are you Leather late? I want to levitate The reason I want to Leather late <laughs> Alright
1: <Yes>. <laughs> That's exactly what I want.
2: We'll see you in Barton. <laughs> bye bye